0: Herzlich Willkommen zum HR Tech Talk, dem Podcast rund um Tech-Themen im HR. Michael Witt und Rubindro Uller heißen dich herzlich willkommen. Dieser Podcast wird präsentiert von Amplify, mit E, nie nach Schema F. Die Experten für Employer Branding und Personalmarketing. Mit einem full service angebot von A wie Arbeitgeber bis Z wie Zielgruppe kümmern wir uns um alles rund um Performance-Marketing, CPC-Kampagnen und Programmierungen. Als HR-Pioniere finden wir neue Wege und gehen die Extrameile im Employer-Branding und Personalmarketing. Schau vorbei auf www.amplify.de. Herzlich willkommen zum HR-Tech-Talk, der Podcast. Und heute mal von einer ganz besonderen Location Und zwar ist die Location Amsterdam und ich bin bei Steam Tollmark mit Yari zusammen. Und äh, das freut mich insbesondere, dass wir hier mal wieder einen externen und nicht nur extern, sondern einen internationalen Gast haben, der nicht nur über ähm, Rekrutierung, Employer, Branding, Talent Inquisition in, in den Niederlanden sprechen wird, sondern das Thema auch in Summe einmal mit uns beleuchten wird. Und äh, da Yari Holländer ist... Ja. Deswegen werden wir das ganze auf Englisch durchführen, denn mein holländisch ist nicht sondern nicht gut. I d- actually I only remember one sentence and that was I think yak yak, yak? No. hou yeah, van jou. Na. Ja, ik, ik hou yeah. van jou. Ik ik hou van jou. Ik hou van jou. Ja. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. a that's a good sentence
1: to remember. Ja. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Might be uh, handy in some situations. So, uh, yeah, a warm welcome to our podcast, The HR Tech Talk. Uh, Normally, we have our podcast in German, but um, our audience, um, it's okay for them if some of the episodes are in English. So, happy to have you here. That's very good. It's great to be here. um, I would like to start uh with a small introduction from yourself mm-hmm. just introduce yourself and steam Tomark. okay
1: great um well my name is uh yari kloppenberg um which is actually my last name is actually quite german i would yeah. say yeah um i am uh, the strategy director here at steam tolmark and um steam tolmark is a, a specialized creative agency um in employer branding so we've been around for almost 30 years now and um yeah employer branding is everything that we do uh and it's everything that we have been doing for the last uh, 30 years so we are fully focused on that everything that has to do with employer branding um talent acquisition recruitment advertising um yeah we're we're all doing that here in house um our um view and what we what we'd like to say is that we um is that we develop irresistible employer brands. Um and um, um yeah that's um we do that for a lot of different clients from commercial clients to governmental clients. So um yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. Um your main focuses are the Netherlands or do you also have international customers?
1: Most of our clients are Dutch, um, but we do have some international clients that are, and 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 those clients are also based in the Netherlands, okay, but yeah. also have offices um, in different countries. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, you just said you uh, you're creating irresistible employer brands. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I I like that word, and I haven't heard that in that combination before. Mm-hmm. Could you give a l- small explanation why Why did you say or why did you call it irresistible employer brands
1: yeah yeah sure um yeah there is there is a story behind that yeah. that word irresistible we we use it for a reason and this reason is that what we often see is when we uh, start talking to our clients about employer branding is that we are constantly stuck in this idea of um, um, having to tell a true story, of having to tell um, what it is actually like. And I agree with that. Like y- uh, when you are active in employer branding, you have to you have to be authentic, and you have mm-hmm. to come up with a true story because it's well, this is something important for people. It's about their work. This is you have a, a certain responsibility but um having to tell a true story often also means the consequence of that is also that that people are saying okay well um we don't have to make it that special uh, just also say that it's ordinary or maybe even boring and i think that's where we're taking a wrong turn here because mm. well we are we are in employer branding so it's branding so it, uh, there has to be some kind of Desire and attractiveness in in um, in the stories that we are telling, and the way we would like to talk about employer branding and this desire is talking about ambitions, um, because in our view, uh, organizations that and our clients have ambitions. They have goals that they want to achieve. They have challenges that they f- that they want to face. And the interesting thing is that the talent that they're recruiting, they have ambitions as well they have mm. things they want to achieve in life um uh, dreams that they want to uh, become reality and for us that's what we are uh, aiming for and, and the goal for us is to to match the the ambitions of the organization with the m- ambition of talent and our uh, idea is that if you find this sweet spot if you find this 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 overlapping am- ambitions then you have something that is irresistible. uh and that's that's why I, why we chose the word irresistibility because yeah if if you want to if you both want to go in the same direction if you both feel like okay we are we are in this together that's
0: that's something irresistible. nice nice uh perhaps could we just uh, deep dive that rabbit hole a little bit just mm-hmm. that means um creating an irresistible Irresistible, I think quite yeah. a <laughs> s- <laughs> hard word. Uh, Irresistible brand mm-hmm. um, in uh, such as you described it. Y- y- do you data analysis for that, or how do you get those ambitions combined, or where? Yeah. How do you get to the overlap part?
1: Yeah. Well, th- there are, there are two sides to this mm-hmm. story. Obviously, there's the organization, and then there's the talent. I think from the organization point of view um it it comes down to talking to the right people. Uh, because w- often um employer branding and recruitment advertising is a matter of uh recruitment, right? And and mm. HR. But um and and that's that's okay and um and that's fine. But often those are not the people that are actually making the plans. And mm. n- those are not the people that actually having the ambitions with the organization. So for us it's really uh important to um to be able to talk to the people that that do make the plans mm. and that do create and craft the ambitions of the organization. So that's from the organization point of view. From the talent point of view, um there's research and there's data. You can uh, there's a lot you can find about uh, find out about what drives people, what motivates different um audiences. We use different uh, data platforms for that. Um, um, Some are specific for the Dutch audience. Some are international. Some are more on a human level. um, Some are more from a professional uh, side of things. So I think, yeah, from the talent perspective, it really comes down to diving into uh, your target audiences.
0: Oh, that's nice. Actually, something... um, which every employer should do no matter how mm-hmm. they're achieving their EVP or employer value proposition. Yeah. Um so um I- your home base is uh, the Dutch market. Yeah. And since most of our audience is from Germany, could you share with us some of the biggest challenge for the Dutch market at the moment if, when it comes to talent acquisition?
1: Yeah. Well, I think um and may, uh, I think this is also the case in Germany, we are in a very tight situation, in a tight market. Like um not sure what the what the, the numbers are in Germany but here in the Netherlands we are in a situation that there are a lot more jobs than people. Like we're 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 in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like it's um we don't we just don't have enough people. Um this is really the, the, the big challenge and we are going to be in this situation for quite a while because we are um, um, facing an aging population Mm. and this aging will only peak in, I think it's 2040. So yeah, we're still going to be in this situation for a while. This is the biggest challenge because what it means is that people, uh, organizations, um, uh, companies are having a very hard time recruiting people now but they um, they will have that same uh, problem in the next few years and um, I think the biggest challenge for our clients and, uh, and basically all organizations here in the Netherlands is not to just focus on the short term like hey, how are we going to um, recruit people now how are we going to f- fill the gaps now but also come up with a strategy of how can we um uh, expand our our um yeah our our market and our potential mm. in a way that we don't we're not going to have this problem uh again and again in the next few years
0: um are there specific professions where you have like double red or where mm. is where it is in, in in the dutch market where it is especially hard or it's just everywhere the same
1: yeah i it used to be um tech it uh that was that's almost a cliche i would say Mm. it's like yeah they're they're hard to find and um and they still are um but nowadays it's basically everybody and i think what is um changing is that um what we saw earlier is that it was very hard to find um um what is the best way to to say like um highly educated uh people and now it it becomes the other way around like um practical educated people that's that's uh becoming a bigger and bigger issue
0: now oh yeah tha- okay that's uh, actually very similar to this ge- german situation mm-hmm. especially since last year because last year um, the uh, w- we had like 50 percent more job open uh, job uh, openings than before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we had a hell lot of more jobs in the market yeah. than before, and uh, too few people. So like uh, we experienced last year was very interesting because of the first time I experienced that, for example, bakeries closed on weekends because yeah. no people were there to work there. Exactly, yeah. And um, so, a very similar situation. Um, when when I talk to German uh, TA experts, they often say that uh, German companies tend to have frumpy or conservative teleinquisitionists talent acquisition strategies Mm -hmm. and sometimes uh, they uh, they reference the Netherlands like yeah but look at the Netherlands or uh, other countries like Belgium they are far more digital Mm -hmm. (laughs) now I have an expert here with you uh, who's uh, uh, expert for this market do you think that too have you ever compared Germany to the Netherlands or That's a good question. I like, um, I do think that
1: um this topic talent acquisition employer branding is um is uh has a lot of attention here in the Netherlands and I do think that what we are doing from a communication point of view is is very high level. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not completely sure about the level in uh, in Germany <laughs> yeah. so I uh, I don't dare to say anything about that. But I do think that we in the Netherlands we take things seriously, um, um, and I think that what Dutch companies are are very much aware of is that who you are as an employer and uh, the people you attract is not only a thing of 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 recruitment, but is a rea- of real importance of how your brand and your ag- organization as a whole is is being viewed and what that means for the success of your of your brand awareness and mm. of the success of your organization. So I think here in the Netherlands uh, um people are really aware of um how and where to position the um, importance of employer branding within um uh within within the whole of um of brand awareness mm. and uh and of company success. So yeah, in that sense i i can imagine that that people um look at what we are doing here in the netherlands and um um, take that as a reference then again because you also said um mm, that people look at the netherlands from a digital point of view i do think that on 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 that side from that perspective there is still um there's still a lot of room for uh, for development. There's uh, there's m- lots of uh, things to w- that we can still do. There's it's I- it is still in in some ways old fashioned.
0: I would say. Okay. Um, what you just said about the market is that also true for SMB companies in in, in the Netherlands or is uh, like for example in Germany. Of course, we have companies who are who are doing great jobs and employer branding and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But often they are like enterprises like really big companies which have a global market where they are um uh, recruiting mm-hmm. and we have a lot of smbs who are not that far or not that modern in the way y- they could be or i think they should be yeah mm-hmm. so is um, what you said f- is are there such differences be between big global companies and SMB, or are the SMBs in in the Netherlands also catching up? Uh, that's that's interesting because um,
1: it's actually a discussion and a conversation that we uh, that we also have with with uh, with clients because. Um, sometimes the the perception is like this is only for for the companies with big, b- big budgets yeah. like they're the ones that can invest in this they're the ones that can do huge campaigns uh, that can um be visible um uh, stuff like that um, um but i think that what uh, what also um uh what a lot of companies also n- realize now is that it's it's not just about the um the campaigns that you put out and 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 how big those campaigns are or um how ho- how big the the media budgets are but it's a it's also a strategic um a question and a strategic approach and this is actually um what what a lot of different and also smaller companies are embracing um um yeah they're not they're not just doing it because okay we have we have the money that's that's throw some something out there but we use this really as a as a strategic tool yeah. um, not only uh, as i just said not only to recruit people but to position our 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 company as a whole and to become more
0: successful as a company so I arrived this morning. No, uh, actually, I I think around ten at your office here. Uh, beautiful office, really beautiful, because you 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 have a beautiful view nearly from every window. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, it's really great. And um, one of the first persons I was introduced to was your data scientist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was so oh nice. It's an employer branding agency with a data scientist. Mm-hmm. Um. Perhaps the first short question, is that common? Why do you have a data scientist? Yeah. Um,
1: I think, uh, no, it's not common. Like, um, But we do, we very much see the value of having a data scientist. And the reason for that is that we are... Um, experimenting with different ways of how to measure um, the effects of what we are doing and um, to explain that a little in a little bit more detail what we are using and working with on a daily basis are like Traditional marketing funnels. So, Mm -hmm. um, and they are all based on the same idea. We have different levels Mm -hmm. of communication, and the uh, the idea is to um, to guide an individual through those phases towards conversion, right? Towards yeah, um, uh, uh, hiring um, uh, an individual. And this is working, but it's also we also. Feel like there must be a better way to do this, and that's where the data scientists come in, because what we try to do is we try to not only focus on um, an individ- on the, uh, the a target audience as an individual that we want to um, pull uh, towards conversion, but um, in reference to my my question uh, to my answer earlier, we are also focusing on expanding uh, the potential for our clients. So this means that with our branding activities, we don't necessarily uh, focus on conversion and trying to uh, get people through that funnel, but mm-hmm. we are focusing on reaching out to new new uh, people, reaching out to uh, a bigger potential, and this for us um, uh, means that we are focusing more on groups of people and less on. Purely on one individual, and that's where the data and uh, and also artificial intelligence comes in, because if you are focusing on groups of people, then there's also a lot of data that you are yeah. that you can use, and a lot of da- different data sources that you can use, and that's where our data scientists come in to really get a grip on um, what this data tells us and what we can learn from this data in relation to the branding activities that we do so this is quite new for us and um, we are trying to come up with with new ways to um, uh, to measure the effects of our of our branding activities and Mm. yeah um, I think it's 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 exciting to uh, yeah to look at the world of
0: data and how it can help us to do that Uh, very very cool I I was like I was a little bit surprised that um, that uh, you you have such a function in your in your agency Um, would you uh, from our side we we call this whole topic we call it talent intelligence so working with data not only from from talents but also with people data within the company uh, outside of the company to see how um, how it can work or to get new ideas, to get uh, better insights into the yeah. the different target groups. Would you say that um, the Dutch companies embrace these approaches, these data-based approaches, or are they still a little bit like um, how you say that in English, I forgot, sorry, like a little bit uh, anxious? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think it's still quite new for a lot of uh, for for a lot of people and also for a lot of companies and like I said it's also new for us like like it's um it's new in the way that you can actually think of new ways of working and how this data can y- how you can use this data as a starting point as input for for new ways of working and I think this is um this is a mind shift that is going on right now because you usually what we what we used to do is we just go out and do our thing and then afterwards we think okay maybe we can see if we can measure some things and maybe we can learn uh something from that Mm -hmm. but now it's the other way around like uh, we are starting with the data okay what 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 data do we have and what can we learn from that and what insights can we uh, get from that and then start working and this um is something that is uh fairly new not not only to us but for the market, I would say, um, so people are not experienced with that, but I uh, but I do think that people are very much interested. Like they're 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 n- they're no experts and they don't know how to do this. But um, yeah, I would say the Dutch market is interested in in those new ways of working.
0: Nice. Um, would you say that they they are already able to value? Uh, to uh, acknowledge the value of data or (laughs) is it more like because uh, sometimes i experience something like okay if you want to add data you can do that but don't charge me Mm. like uh, ah yeah it's like uh, something something fancy additional so if you need to do that just do it but yeah um
1: yeah that's interesting i i I do see what you mean. Uh like okay, yeah, I, I if you have data then feel free to u- yeah, feel free yeah, yeah. to use it. Yeah. Um like I, s- I think that's that's exactly that is the, the situation where we're in now, but yeah. I think things are changing yeah. fast. Like um I think agencies and companies that adopt this uh this way of, of thinking like starting with the data and not just having the data as a fancy add-on or or something Um, I think that's um, those are the agencies and the companies that are actually going to um, to be successful so I think we are right in the middle of of this like changing situation like we are still thinking in terms of oh yeah and and there is data but there are now there there are different um, companies that that do it the other way around um, yeah and i think in the in the n- in the short future we will see a lot more of that and then this whole thing of of um of value is
0: going to to shift dramatically i think yeah i think so too so um yeah thank you very much for the interview and um uh, your answers and insights you gave us in the dutch market uh, looking forward to your event uh, this evening is or yeah. this afternoon and evening is uh, mm-hmm. the Steam Tolmark event uh, d- right before the World Employer Branding Day tomorrow in Amsterdam. Um, so looking forward to your uh, to your event and the uh, insights, especially from your data scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.